0: Hey friend, today's episode is all about creating the perfect nighttime routine for you. I'm going to be sharing some of the things that I do as part of my night routine, but ultimately what I want you to take away from this episode is to think about what it is that you do in the evening. Are you looking after yourself? Are you doing everything that you possibly can do to ensure that you get a great night's sleep? Grab a pen and paper. I'm going to share with you 10 things that I do as part of my nighttime routine. You might want to try one or two of them, and I would love to hear how you get on. Hey, friend, welcome to Rest Fuel Move. I'm your host, SJ. I'm an outspoken Christian women's health advocate, productivity guru, daughter of the king, and a 40 something mum to a sassy independent daughter. I'm here to arm you with the knowledge you need to better understand your body and mind so that you can live a life free of diets, fitness, fads and comparison. If you are ready to finally lose weight sustainably, to learn how to consistently make the best choices for your health, follow a simple eating plan and finally enjoy your exercise routine all while keeping God at the centre of it all, then this is the podcast for you friend grab your Bible fill up your water bottle and lace up their shoes it's time to get fit now I bet when your kids were little you read all the baby books and you built a really good solid nighttime routine for your children and why do we do that because we want them to learn When it's time to go to bed, we want to set up a process, a system for them that gives them cues and helps them to know that it's time to wind down and time to get ready and time to go to bed. And as I'm recording this, I have just been through that process with my daughter, Chloe, and I'm sure that many of you as often challenging as these nighttime routines can be, I am sure that you try and stay consistent because you know that routine is really good and you know that having that routine for your children is going to set them up for success. They're more likely to sleep well and to get into some really good habits when it comes to bedtime. And that is why we're talking about night routine today. You know how important sleep is for your kids. You know what your kids are like if they don't get a good night's sleep. And exactly the same thing goes for us as adults as well. And for some reason, we kind of forget this. And we live in a world now where we seem to think that if we stay up on our phones till 10, 11 o'clock at night, um, scrolling the internet, watching Netflix, whatever it is, that we are just magically going to be able to turn the TV off and fall asleep. And there is this huge issue in the communities, in society that we live in where we are walking around like sleep deprived and the real impacts that happen, not just like in the short term because you feel tired, the real long-term effects that lack of sleep has on you as an individual are massive. Like it affects so many aspects of your life. But we're here talking about health and fitness. We're a health and fitness podcast. We're talking about a lot of the time we talk about weight loss, sleep is so fundamental if you are on a health and fitness journey if your goal is weight loss your grounding needs to be getting a good night's sleep And that's why I have called this podcast what it is, Rest, Fuel, Move, because I really feel that those three things are key to you achieving success in any area of your life. And we don't need to overcomplicate these things, but building solid routines that you can rely on every single day for your kids and for yourself are going to give you the foundations that you need to reach that weight loss goal to achieve that like new personal best in your 5k park run or whatever it is that you want to achieve if you can get these three basic things right and the the base i think that if underpins all of this is getting enough rest getting enough sleep and the way that we do that is we build ourselves a solid nighttime routine And I'm going to talk about what I do as part of my routine. I'm going to share 10 things that I think are helpful when it comes to building a good nighttime routine. You might want to try like one or two of these. I don't suggest you go like full ham. (laughs) But maybe just think about like, what does your nighttime routine look like? What? things can you change that you can tweak in your routine that are going to give you success and are ultimately going to mean that you get a better night's sleep because that's what we want to achieve okay number one first of all is we need to think about the importance of consistency like consistency is key for your body you have a natural circadian rhythm. And if you think back to the days before electricity was invented, before phones were invented, people would wake up and go to sleep with the sun. So when the sun rose, you would get up, when the sun went down you would go to bed and go to sleep and that was because our bodies are just designed to be part of this sort of you know rise and fall of of the sun and it's really really important to sort of take note of that and to remember that you know we are we are human beings and the way that we live our lives now really does have a negative impact on this natural circadian rhythm that we have so, consistency really, really is key. Having a consistent bedtime and having a consistent wake up time every day is what your body needs. Because the hormones that are released when you're going to sleep, when you're waking up in the morning, your body clock needs to kind of figure out like what those cues are, when to start releasing melatonin, when does it need to start waking you up? When does it need to give you a cortisol hit? Like all of those hormones are linked to your sleep. So think about, and this is sort of one of my one of my first things, is think about what time do you need to get up, so this is number one, what time do you need to get up in the morning and reverse engineer from there, so if you like me, so we wake up at half past five in this house and I know that I need to get at least seven and a half hours sleep, so that often means that you need to be in bed obviously longer than seven and a half hours, so As an absolute like minimum, I need to be in bed by half past nine. I try and aim, and I think this is quite a good idea, is to give yourself to kind of start like your nighttime routine, like your process of winding down. Give yourself an hour before you want to go to sleep. So my goal, because I want to be asleep, ideally by half past nine, 10 o'clock, to wake up at half five My goal is to be in bed somewhere between half eight and nine o'clock each night. So yes, it does make me sound like a real like grandma, but I am good with that. I'm definitely love being up in the morning, making the most of my mornings and getting things done that way. So you need to reverse engineer from the time when you feel that you need to be up And you need to make sure that you are giving yourself enough time to actually get the sleep that you need. Now, they recommend somewhere between seven to eight hours. And if you listen to all the research, like so many people are not hitting that number. And of course, I know because I've been there, like that's hard if you've got young children that are up in the night, that are needing the toilet, needing your attention, needing, you know, to tuck them back in and all of those things. I get that. We're talking about just doing the best that you can, tweaking things to give yourself the best chance that you can, programming your body, your body clock into this routine so that it becomes second nature. So it's not something that you think about doing every day. It's just part of your process of going to bed. Okay, bearing that in mind, step number two is to think about when you are going to stop eating because what you don't want to be doing is eating like a big meal and drinking lots of water before you're due to go to bed. So I think that it's giving yourself three hours to eat before you want to go to sleep is a good idea and then also giving yourself about two hours from um, when you want to go to sleep in terms of actually making sure that you're not drinking too much before you go to bed because obviously that's going to have you up in the night needing to go to the toilet and that's one of the joys of perimenopause menopause is the impact that that can have on your bladder so thinking about when you're going to stop eating when your meal times are when you're going to stop drinking and when while we're talking about drinking as well is making sure that you are not having like teas and coffees and things like that close to bedtime there's an awful lot of evidence out there that actually says that caffeine can stay in your body for 12 hours in some form or another so if you are someone who is sensitive to caffeine perhaps you're having caffeine before bed then that can really impact the amount of sleep that you have so think about that and the quality of your sleep that you're getting as well so think about stopping eating three hours before bedtime stop drinking two hours before bedtime and think about stopping those um, those caffeinated drinks earlier in the day and also the alcohol as well because whilst you might feel that you need to have a drink to take the edge off the day actually that can really impact the quality of your sleep because it might make you feel that you can go to sleep but it actually really detrimentally impacts the quality of your sleep. Okay, number three, and this is something I really do, is I put my tech away an hour before I want to get to sleep so what that looks like for me is in my office in one of our spare rooms I put my phone my laptops and everything to charge in a separate room so my phone is not near me when I go to bed because otherwise I find myself like doom scrolling (laughs) through Instagram and TikTok and things like that so I actually put them into um, the office so I can't actually get my hands on them and what I do in terms of what I use to wake me up I will talk about this a little bit more in one of the next points. So I actually use like a a long clock. Like <laughs> do you remember the days where we didn't have phones to rely on? I actually, You know, we used to use alarm clocks and everybody coped fine. So let's go back to getting like an old fashioned alarm clock or, you know, just something other than your phone to wake you up. And what you'll often find is if you are consistent with your going to bedtime, your waking up time, you're going to find that you actually naturally just wake up like literally like a minute or so before your alarm clock goes off because your body builds this natural circadian rhythm. And that's where you want to get to because that means that your body really does have a good rhythm and a good cycle going on okay number four i like to build into my evening routine like some kind of shower or bath i just really like the like the whole idea of like being warm in a shower or in a bath, it just really helps me to unwind. And a really big element of that is actually the products that I use in that bath or in that shower. I am a huge, huge advocate for aromatherapy, the oils. I've spoken about these products and things before on this podcast, but using like aromatherapy essential oils to help your body to relax and to wind down there's a couple of really good ones called lavender or lavendin, which is um they're both like essential oils that help your body to wind down to relax and you might find like i do that my sense of smell really cues like memories and processes and if you think about it like this you know like the amount of smells that can trigger memories like be that good or bad memories and what you're doing by using products that have like essential oils and a really good natural smell to them you're kind of teaching your body that this smell means that we're having a shower and then we're going to go to bed. And it's kind of like stacking up these sort of habits and processes for your body so that it's learning that this is when we start to unwind and turn, you know, like turn the volume down, turn the lights down, and calm down. I absolutely love my essential oils from my affiliate company. I've spoken to you before about the boxes that I have put together. And in one of the boxes called the rest box, which is a perfect kit that I've put together with four products that are designed to help you wind down. They contain natural organic ingredients. They are made like 20 minutes away from my home here in Dorset. And they have the most gorgeous smelling essential oils in them that are designed to help you wind down. In the rest box, you get a gorgeous rose, soap which you can use in the bath or in the shower that smells amazing it's a really really lovely texture to wash with to just get your skin really really nice and clean and it also leaves a really lovely smell on your skin as well you will also find in that box an essential oil there are so many things that you can do with that essential oil as part of your nighttime routine but when it comes to your bath and your shower if you're having a bath you can put a few drops in your bath if you're having a shower one of the things i like to do is like flick a few drops onto the wall in the bathroom and the steam from the shower makes the essential oil sort of like evaporate i guess from the wall and it makes your shower smell really really amazing or you can put a few drops like in the bottom of your shower on the floor and that sort of has the same effect and also it makes your bathroom smell amazing as well um part of this routine in this box as well you also get a really lovely moisturizer that you can use on your hands and also on the rest of your body it's a rose moisturizer it smells absolutely divine it's creamy it's gorgeous it's got like this most beautiful texture smell to it love 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 it and also in the rest box you get a small compact it's called a remedy to roll and it's a blend of essential oils in a carrier oil and it's designed for you to put and roll onto your pulse points so your wrists um your um, like your temples behind your ear you can put it on your collarbone and it just works really really well on your skin and again it promotes that sense of like relaxation calming down winding down getting ready for bed so those are four things that i've put together for you in the rest box and if you want to get your hands on one of those click the link in the show notes it will take you to your to my website where you can get your hands on one of those there's some pictures you can have a look Now, while I'm in my shower or I'm having my bath, what I do is I put my diffuser on in my bedroom. If you haven't got a diffuser, this is definitely something that you need in your life because they are a really natural, healthy way of making your room smell smell nice. So in the evening, again, I'm using an oil like lavender or lavendin to Make my room smell nice. I pop a few drops in my diffuser while I'm in the bath or the shower, and I come back and I'm in this like gorgeous smelling room. And it just really, really helps you to sort of wind down and relax, and it just gives you that like sense of well being and a little bit of pampering, to be honest. So, the oil that's in the rest box, you can also use that oil as well as in your bath. You can also pop that in your diffuser. Make sure you get good quality diffusers as well. I've linked in the show notes to a couple of my favorites, again, from my affiliate company. They're really high quality. They last a long time and they do tend to be better than the sorts of things that you can get off Amazon. Now, number six on my list of things that I do as part of my bedtime routine is I use some rose facial oil and i put a few drops of rose facial oil on my hand and then just gently smother it like or rub it over my face and then i use one of those um i have a rose quartz gua sha i think i'm saying it right and i just use that just to give myself like i mean literally a minute two minutes i'm not I'm not there for hours. Just to give myself like a little facial, just to help reduce like a little bit of puffiness. It's just like a tiny like a bit of self-care. It's just a bit of looking after you. And you know, if you're not into the whole skincare routine, just making sure that you've washed your face like with a good quality soap, like the one that's in my rest box, and then adding a bit of facial oil onto your skin at night time, like if you do that your skin is just going to love you but it's also going to really sort of promote the sense of sleep knowing that those that I use gorgeous smells that aromatherapy is just sort of helping your body to understand that now's the time to wind down and go to sleep. Okay, number 7 on my list, once I've had my shower, got my pajamas on, like give myself like a mini little facial is I get a book out and I am currently reading a book called Becoming Mary in a Martha World so it's a really good book about the scripture in the bible around the story of Mary and Martha really unpacking that and thinking about how we as women like are responding to our environment and the calling that Christ is saying to us to focus on the one thing and I really highly recommend it if you're somebody like me who is quite sort of like quite anxious if you're always sort of worrying about you know your to-do list and those kind of things it's a really really good read and I am absolutely loving that at the moment So, I get my book out. My tech, as I mentioned earlier, is in the other room. So, I can't put my hands on my phone. I maybe read my book for sort of like 10, 15 minutes. Our sort of rule about like our bedroom is that it's sort of like a no tech kind of space. We don't have like phones and things in there, no screens, like in my opinion, your, your bedroom is like a, a safe space and we try and sort of keep it keep it that way so that we don't have technology in there. Okay, number eight is I challenge you to think about what your sleep hygiene is like. So, the environment that you're sleeping in is going to be really, really crucial to the quality of sleep that you get. So, the darker the better so blackout blinds particularly in the UK at this time of year where it's still like really really light until quite late at night so for me as somebody who goes to bed at like half eight nine o'clock it's still light when I'm trying to go to sleep so I have like a blackout blind or if um, I'm perhaps traveling then I take an eye mask with me and just making sure that the room is nice and dark it's nice and cool Particularly when you are perimenopausal and you waking potentially waking up in the night with hot sweats, having some cotton like um, nightwear, having like cotton bed sheets, just making sure that you're keeping yourself as cool as possible. Okay, number nine. I'm going to talk a little bit about the alarm clock that I have. So I don't have tech in the bedroom, as I mentioned before. And I know some people are sort of like, oh gosh, like how do you wake up in the morning? Well, it's quite easy. My body clock kicks in, but I do also have one of those um, sunrise alarms. So it's like a big round alarm clock that has a light on it. And it in the mornings it kind of like the light gets brighter and brighter as it's time to wake up so you sort of wake up quite naturally and then in the evenings, it has a function on it where you um like set a sun set like the sun going down um process so I can use like 15 or 13 minutes and what happens is that light gets darker and darker And then it finally turns out. And so it's sort of like mimicking the idea of sunset and sunrise. And I find for me that that's a really like natural way for me to go to sleep to help me wake up in the mornings, particularly in winter when it's really, really dark. So I really would advise like investing in one of those. Um, if you go over to my Instagram account, which is um, linked in the show notes, you can find it's um, wellness and wellies underscore UK. I've done a reel with some images of this nighttime routine. So you can go over and have a look at that clock. It's made by a company called Silent Night that I did get off Amazon. It wasn't that expensive, but it's also got a battery in it. So if the power does go out or something, then the battery takes over and the alarm will still work. So no reasons to have your phone by your bed. Okay, number 10, my final piece of advice. And again, this is sort of based around sleep hygiene. Is I have found that I personally am quite sensitive to noise. And one of the things that I've been doing um, probably for well a good few years now is actually sleeping with earplugs in. And it's been quite a process to sort of find like the right earplugs, but they I have found a really, really good pair at the moment called Loop. Um, again these are on Amazon they're about 20 pounds they come in different like shapes and sizes and things and I've got the loop quiet and they just like dim out noise now I mean we don't live in a noisy area um, but you might have somebody who shares a room with you who can be a little bit noisy when they sleep Um, no names mentioned here and I've found that since using like earplugs has really helped me to get a better quality sleep because I'm not being disturbed um at night time by somebody else making noise in the bedroom snoring basically (laughs) um so that might be worth something like checking out and maybe investing in and um it I know like if you've got children it can be a bit of a worry that you can't hear them but let's be honest friend like You know, if your kid's screaming, you know, like, there's kind of like this sort of like internal gut feeling if something's not right with your child. And I can honestly tell you that I've never missed a time for Chloe when she needs me or wakes up or comes in the room or cries or anything like that. So it's worth thinking about, worth investing, maybe trying out some different types to see what works for you. There are lots of different levels, lots of different types out there. So something to consider. Okay, so those are 10 things just to kind of wrap them up and to recap for you. First of all is about the consistency, reverse engineering your like bedtime when you want to be going to bed. Secondly, we were talking about then thinking about when you're going to stop eating and stop drinking. Putting away tech, number three, I think that is like Out of all of them, if I could get a highlighter pen, that would be the one that I would highlight. Like get the tech out of your room, invest in an alarm clock and you're not gonna be like scrolling on your phone while you're sat in bed. Number four, having a bath and a shower. I'm really investing in some good quality products like the ones that I have in my rest box, which is linked in the show notes, like natural organic gorgeous smelling like full of essential oils that really feel like a tree but like are affordable but are gonna make you feel a little bit special and give yourself like a little bit of love because at the end of the day you're probably tired you're probably worn out you definitely deserve something like that okay number five is investing in a diffuser so again if you grab yourself the rest box in the rest box is an essential oil, so you can pop some of those oil, those, some drops of that oil in a diffuser, and I've linked some of my favorite diffusers in the show notes for you as well. Number six is using a facial oil and a gua sha to give yourself a mini facial before you go to bed. And again, I've linked my favorite facial oil in the show notes, and you can get like gua shas and jade rollers like all over the place um number seven is to read a book number eight thinking about making sure your room is nice and dark using a sleep mask number nine getting a alarm clock like the one that i mentioned earlier and number 10 is thinking about investing in some earplugs just to help reduce the noise so you get a good night's sleep Okay well I really hope today's episode was helpful just to kind of give you a bit of an insight into what I do, how I have really good sleep hygiene, how I'm ultimately trying to set myself up for success to make sure I have the best night's sleep and that is what I want for you my friend is like get obsessed about your sleep, like sleep is fundamental, a really really crucial thing for you, for your kids, we spend so much time making sure that our children get enough sleep and I think it's something that we need to focus on as adults Because if you are wanting to get fitter and healthier, if you do have like a big goal on your heart, like, I don't know, running a tough mudder or, you know, doing a a bike race. I mean, you think about all the top athletes, like the guys that ride the Tour de France, the amount of time and effort that goes into making sure that they get an amazing night's sleep when they are doing that race. Like they take their own mattresses to the hotels, All of the science and the technology that goes into making sure they get the best night's sleep that they possibly can because you need it to be successful. You need sleep to thrive. So I hope you found today's episode helpful. Go and grab yourself one of my rest boxes. I get some really good quality natural organic products as part of your nighttime routine and just give yourself a little bit of self care because, oh, my friend you absolutely deserve it. Have an amazing day. I'm thinking of you. I'm praying for you. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.